team of Did You Bring the Hummus podcast. I'm Kimberly, your host, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Did You Bring the Hummus is a podcast to help you go vegan. Every two weeks, I'll share a new episode discussing all things vegan. Most importantly, we'll talk about how to embrace this meaningful decision with fervor and fun. Episodes post every other Monday on your favorite podcast app. Before we get started, I have one very important question for you. Did you bring the hummus? So you're doing it. You're going vegan or you've just gone vegan and you've told your immediate family and their responses are more, uh, than yay. How do you get them on board? That is a great question. And I think one that so many of us face when we first decide to make this lifestyle change. First and foremost, I recommend setting an example. Don't try to change everyone immediately. It's not likely to work. And be careful of the type of information that you're sharing. In episode four, sharing your decision to go vegan, I talk about how to approach the people um, that you interact with maybe at work or the, um, you know, maybe extended family, things like when we go to birthday parties and and, um, events like that. But what do you do when it's your immediate family and they aren't on board? What if you have to live in a house where people are doing something very differently than what you are and it can often feel like they aren't supporting the choice that you've made. And it can sometimes feel like maybe maybe they're throwing it in your face that they are not joining you. I want to be delicate when I say that because sometimes it's not even intentional, right? When people start to learn about why people go vegan, it can be really difficult. I mean, think about what happened when you first learned, when you made that choice. I know for me, like I, I, I've mentioned in previous episodes, like I was sh- trying to shout it from the rooftops, like I'm vegetarian, I'm vegan, everybody needs to do this too. And then anytime someone was like, I'm not going to do that, my first question was, why? Why not? And it was hard for me to accept that. And sometimes it was hurtful and it felt there was a time where I had gone out with um, a guy I was dating and and his best friend and we, we'd been, you know, out late and we stopped by a, a like burger joint. And so I wasn't eating anything because they definitely did not have anything on the menu, um, for me, but, uh, they both got burgers and we were just talking and laughing and, and we were having fun. And I moved to grab my soda and my hand bumped the friend's hand and the final bite of his burger fell out of his hand and onto the countertop. He was furious. So what did he do? He picked up that burger and he smushed it onto my hand yikes. That was an over-the-top reaction because he knew how much that would upset me. But thankfully, not everyone is going to be that way. Most of us, especially with the family, our immediate family whom we live with, 
it's going to probably be more likely like, don't try to make me eat your food. Uh, I don't, I know that you're doing this, but I'm not interested. And if you're a parent, my guess is that, um, your kids might be like, well, what are you going to make us for dinner then? Um, and, and that's probably where you have to start to consider what your boundaries are and assess the family situation. Uh, some people will be able to say, you know what, my kids and my husband or my wife um, can fend for themselves. That's it. You start preparing, you know, your vegan meals and, and you buy your vegan products and you don't need to worry about them. But a lot of families, my, my guess is, are not in that situation. And no matter what your family looks like, you have kids, you don't have kids. Um, if you have extended family like parents, in-laws living with you, any kind of uh, dynamic where there are people that are relying on you uh, to kind of help them with their basic needs, you have to consider your boundaries. So for me, from the get-go, Anytime, even just as a vegetarian before I'd gone vegan, there was never a chance that I would prepare animal products for anyone. And that was it. Right? You know, like like I've talked about many times before, you know, when I went vegetarian, I was 20 years old. I was still living at home with my parents. Um, it became that, well, then my parents just, you know, whatever they made for dinner, if I wasn't eating it, I could figure it out for myself because I certainly could fend for myself at that point. And then, you know, as I was dating and, and things like that, I was able to set that up right from the start. And if that was going to be a problem for them, well, then we didn't need to keep dating. So that was easy for me. Uh, so those of you who are younger and in those situations, you may not face um, too many difficulties and you can kind of set the line, you can draw the line in the sand right away. You don't need to worry about that. Um, of course, there can be some difficulties when if you're in a relationship with a person who is not vegan and then you do bring children and then, you know, maybe your spouse doesn't necessarily want to raise them vegan. That's, that's another, uh, talk to have, um, and, you know, my husband and I, we don't have children, um, human children. <laughs> we have our cat children. Um, when we <clears throat> were first talking about that, you know, he wasn't vegan at the time and he wasn't sure how he felt about it at first. And we were able to talk through it. And then it kind of became like, OK, we can, you know, raise our kids vegan. But then it came up, well, what if the grandparents want to feed them something and how do we handle that? So we never actually made it to that point. Um you know, I really need to have some vegan parents on the podcast. So I've put I've put a request out um, in particular. And so hopefully uh, that works out. But if there are any vegan parents listening and are interested in, in coming on and sharing uh, exactly what that looks like from that perspective, how you how you um, operate within the family dynamic when you have gone vegan and maybe your family hasn't and maybe you know you're at the point now where they have but did you have an op a moment or some time where you were vegan and everyone else wasn't and you know how did you all handle that um so i'm just going to put that out there uh, i'm happy to connect with anyone who's interested you can go to my website um, didyoubringthehummus.com and you can fill out uh, the form under be a guest and then, of course, I will reach out to you. 
But anyway, back to um, how to go about working with your family. So we touched on setting boundaries. You have to decide, are you willing to handle animal products or not? Um, you know, that's a, a, a personal decision. Although I have to say that it probably will be extremely difficult for you um, now that you've chosen to go vegan to handle essentially body parts. Um, so so do keep that in mind and, and really, you know, um, maybe don't use <laughs> don't use that phrase with your family and you tell them like I'll need you to handle the the body parts <laughs> they probably won't respond too well for that so just keep that here between us um and and you know just find a way look you know your family better than anybody right so you'll know who you can say something like that to and who you definitely can't say something like that to but involve them you know, let them know that this change, anytime we make a huge change in life, and this is a big change, this involves your whole life. You know, veganism is not just about what we eat. It comes down to every decision. It's a part of every decision we make every single day. So we have to accept that. And we need the people who are in our lives, especially the ones we live with, to accept that too. So how can you involve them? You know, you can, if, if the food is the biggest issue and it probably likely is, why not bring them into the kitchen every once in a while, you know, depending on, you know, the, the family dynamic and, and how often you are together for meals, um, bring them into the kitchen, get them involved. Even small kids can, you know, stir something in a bowl or, um, you know, maybe tear some lettuce for a salad. You don't have to, you don't have to have your four-year-old wielding a knife in order to help you in the kitchen for sure. And make things that they're familiar with, but the vegan version. Start off, does the family love pasta and, and um, sauce? They're used to eating, if they're used to eating that, you know, if, if you're putting like cheese in the sauce or sprinkling cheese on top of the pasta, like you're so close to that already being vegan. So start with those things that the family is really familiar with that you can easily change without them feeling like, what is this weird thing on my plate? So definitely don't break out the tempeh in the first like month that you're vegan. Uh, maybe don't even do tofu right away. Um, tofu can be it can be a little tricky. It took me a long time to perfect tofu, but you can actually find uh, the tofu recipe that I um, have finally found that works on my Instagram. The The recipe is right there. Um, it's very easy to find. It's the picture um, with the tofu. You can also always message me if you can't find it and I'll send it to you directly. You can send me an email. You can mess DM me on, on Instagram, whatever works for you. I'm more than happy to share any tips and tricks, um, you know, to get your family on board with you or at least not giving you a hard time and not feeling like something has significantly changed and that there's a divide um, in the family because we, we definitely don't want that. To me, veganism, with all the things that it is, it also is a way to put more love into the world. And we don't want 
family members to feel as if they're being deprived of that love because now you're doing something different than you've ever done before, than they're doing now. We want to keep that in mind for sure. Uh, and you know what? If you have a spouse who isn't on board and it's within the their ability to do some grocery shopping on their own um, and to to cook some things, <laughs> then maybe that maybe you know your partner is a person who will go to the grocery store for the animal products and they'll be the ones who prepare that part of the meal. And then whatever you make maybe can be part like the base of their meal and then they're just adding those animal products on. Um, and you know the as time goes on, they you might find that they're eating what you eat. Maybe it's maybe it's easier. Everybody quote unquote gives up and just eats what you're eating uh, <laughs> because it's good. And you know they'll see they'll see the change. Like even if you're already like a super happy person, going vegan is only going to amplify that because it seriously is the most beautiful thing ever, if you ask me. So, um, and it's really like people want to feel good. Like we've spent the last year plus, right? So many of us like completely cooped up at home, not being able to see our loved ones and not being able to do all the things that we usually do. And like more than anything, I think we realize how badly humans require connection. So if we are doing something different that some of our family members feel as if it breaks that connection, we want to make sure that they're not feeling that way. So how do we make that really easy? Well, as far as like meals go, I mean, everybody loves pizza, right? So what you can do is you can have pizza night. So instead of ordering from the local place and maybe if your local place also has vegan cheese maybe that is an option you get two pies one has um, dairy cheese and one has vegan cheese maybe that's a great option for you but that doesn't really engage the family members so why not have a family pizza night where everybody makes their own pizza and you can set up the ingredients on you know the counter or on the table and just, just put everything out and, you know, have the vegan cheese out and have the dairy cheese and have all kinds of veggies and the tomato sauce, obviously make the, the base of everything be vegan. So everyone is using the same pizza crust and the same pizza sauce. And then all of your favorite toppings. And if they want meat, hopefully your partner um, or, you know, one of your kids, maybe they're old enough, they can prepare that. And then you have that option. And, uh, and then everyone just kind of, you know, stands around and they make their pizza and you put them in the oven and everybody gets to eat pizza together. You can do that as well with things like tacos, you know, taco night, you can have uh, potato bar night, anything where you can kind of pile stuff onto a thing or into a thing, uh, that really frees up what you, what you can do. You don't have to make just like a one pot meal or, um, or you're not this way, you're not making separate meals for everyone because now everyone gets to choose the things that they like. And there's always a really good opportunity there and a good possibility that maybe one of your family members 
kind of gets a look at the toppings that you're using and now maybe they will reach for the vegan cheese or maybe I won't go that far just yet. Maybe now instead of um, just having their pizza with some cheese and like some kind of you know meat on it, maybe they'll add some spinach on there or some peppers and onions. And then you guys can, you know, it'll just help bring things together, you know, make it, make it fun. Enjoy the time you're spending together. You know, I hear that so much from the people in my life who do have children, where they talk about like one minute, you know, they're reading a book to their child when they're tucking them in. And then the next minute they're driving them off to college. And it just seems like in the blink of an eye, all of those moments, those opportunities to enjoy who that little person is have just passed them by. And of course, now there's another way you're going to enjoy your child going off to college and and starting to formulate um, their own lives. But these little things are the things that they're going to remember too. Think about how much fun that is. Like you're just building tacos and and you're, you can have a conversation while you're doing it. You can talk about the food or you don't have to. Uh, maybe not having to sit across from uh, a parent at the dinner table when they're asked, how was your day? Maybe while you're actively doing something and you don't have to make a lot of eye contact and things like that. Maybe then when you ask your child, hey, how was your day? Maybe they open up because there isn't the pressure like you guys are doing something else and it it makes it feel more comfortable I mean this might be ridiculous <laughs> if parents are listening and they're like she doesn't know what she's talking about please let me know and I will address it <laughs> in a future episode but even those of us who don't have children where it's you know you're, it's you and your partner and they are not yet vegan. Like sometimes they're not going to be on board. And maybe um maybe you have you want to do things like the pizza bar and taco bar and, and potato bar with with your partner and help them start to see and understand, you know, what you're doing and, and why. And let them ask you questions. And if you don't know the answer, it's okay. You're brand new to this. You're not going to have all the answers. You're not going to have all the answers, you know, 20 years later, which I'm coming up on 20 years uh, in July. It'll be 20 years since I went vegetarian. I don't have all the answers. You know, I'm I'm constantly still learning new things and, you know, stuff changes all the time. And, and so you do, you keep learning. But if you don't have all the answers, that's okay. Maybe that gives you an opportunity to find that answer together. And if you have... If you have a partner who is willing to watch some of the documentaries, think about who your audience is. My approach is let's make a connection. Let's create an opportunity for people to want to listen and who maybe want to be heard. If they don't understand why you're making this choice, let them ask you and don't be afraid to answer them. Maybe the person you're speaking to will respond better to game changers than to forks over knives, or maybe they'll respond better to dominion than forks over knives. You, you'll want to, you know, you'll know how much, I think that there, it's important 
I, I actually, and I'm sorry to be a little like that, but um, I was on a call early in the week and we were talking about this. I was, um, you know, talking about my podcast and she asked me about my, my social media presence. And she said, like, I, if I were following someone and they shared photos of animal cruelty, I would not follow them. And, you know, no one should follow them. And I, I get that because she doesn't want to know. She knows, but she doesn't want to have it quote unquote in her face. Right. Um, so she's unwilling, but maybe, if you go at it from the health perspective with someone like that, that's where you get them started. I mean, for me, I I think that um, plant-based is great. I think it's it's a great place to start if that's what speaks to you. Uh, but certainly here at Did You Bring the Hummus, the purpose is to inspire veganism. So we're not just looking at what we are eating. We're looking at the whole shebang. We're looking at our entire lives and the the way that we show up and the way that we contribute or take away from the world. Again, like I, I get why she's saying that, but I also think it's important. It's important for us to see exactly what's happening. And so when you're talking to someone and maybe they don't believe that the level of cruelty is what it is, Maybe that's a person that you say, hey, why don't you check out Dominion, Earthlings? I've still never made it more than five. I don't even think I've made it five minutes into Earthlings. Um, but I have seen, you know, meet your meat. It's hard, right? But when we, when we know, when we know what's happening and we know that it's, that we can do something, we can be part of the change. It's like, you have to do it, right? <laughs> so maybe as your family is exposed to what you're doing, and I don't mean that you're like, you know, posting the the videos of the cruelty, um, you know, through the undercover investigations or, or that um, <laughs> when I first went vegetarian, I had, I had a shirt and it had, um, it had the, on one side it was, um, a picture of of a cow's head, um, you know, from the slaughterhouse floor. And it had, it was exactly what you would imagine. It was bloody and a violent, violent image. And then on the other side, it said, do you want fries with that? And, you know, when I was 20, I was like, of course, I'm going to wear this. It's controversial. It's definitely going to make people want to talk to me about this. Um, and you know what? Some people, it did make them want to talk to me about it. Some people wanted to yell at me. Um, I had a bumper sticker on my car that said, meat is murder. And uh, a group of guys drove up to me uh, one day at a stoplight and they just threw change at my car, screaming, murder is delicious. And just, just pelting my car with like pennies and stuff. That's like ridiculous, right? <laughs> So people will react differently. All right, well, we're 25 minutes in and I've pretty much just talked about food the whole time. But that's not the only place that your life is changing. So if you're the person who does the bulk of the shopping, then maybe you just change out the type of soaps 
and products that your family uses, you know, from cleaning to laundry to the the soap in the bathroom, the in, like in the shower, and hand soap, like maybe you just get to change all of that and make it vegan and cruelty free and uh and nobody maybe they won't even notice. I mean, um but if if someone in the family has a preferred product that they really love, then I guess um, there's a decision to be made there, right? Are they in a position to take care of that themselves, to buy it themselves, um, to pick it up themselves or order it themselves? Or is that still very much um, on you? And if it's on you, then maybe you do get to, to make the choice that they need to find something different. And again, like, I'm not going to have any like solid answers here because every family is different, but I want to give you some things to consider and then maybe um, that will make it easier, easier for you. So that's things like the other things we use to maintain the house, um, products that we buy, um, maybe restaurants that you go to now, you know, you'll want to make sure, you know, when that's a thing. I mean, I understand, I guess there are some states, you know, I'm in, the, I'm in the U.S. There are some states where that is a thing now and it's, people are just doing it. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, doing things like, like going out to restaurants. Maybe now you make sure that there's um, a restaurant that you, where you can eat too, and you don't have to piece something together or you don't have to have just like french fries or a garden salad um <laughs> but then there's also where do you go and what types of things do you do with your family now you know there are still things like circuses and the option there of course is something like Cirque du Soleil instead because there are no animals involved you can certainly enjoy a circus environment and and be amazed by what people can do when you see a Cirque du Soleil show. And there are things like petting zoos. So, you know, do you tell your family that petting zoos are, are off limits? I mean, I would, even if I were invited to, um, like if, you know, my brother was having a, a birthday party for my nephew and, and there was a petting zoo involved, like I would, I would see my nephew for his birthday a different time. Um, and maybe that is, you know, for some people, maybe that's too extreme. Or maybe it's also an, a teaching opportunity. Maybe as, when you're there, you can, um, you know, talk with the person who is running the petting zoo or, you know, the little, little you know, backyard animal thing. Um, or maybe you just have a conversation with that family member of yours that's decided to do this and maybe try to... Um, you know, make it clear why you, um, why you don't agree with it. And by the way, I'm not saying my, my brother would have a petting zoo in his backyard. It's just, I have, I have one, you know, one nephew on my side. And, uh, so I just decided to use that as an example. Um, but so, you know, things like circuses, but even, um, going on vacation, there are so many places when you go to islands where you can swim with dolphins we're exploiting animals when we do things like that. So swimming with dolphins is not a vegan event by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and, you know, same thing with uh, there's an island. I think it's, 
it's either part of the Bahamas or it's off the Bahamas where it's just these wild pigs. And I've seen pictures and video and they are so, so stinking cute. But, you know, people go there and they pay a lot of money to swim in the ocean with these, these pigs. And, you know, one thing a lot of people, I guess, don't know about pigs is that their skin is really sensitive to the sun. So they need to be, that's why they roll around in mud. That's one of the, it cools them off and it also protects their skin from the sun so they can avoid sunburn. But if they are unprotected, they will get sunburn. And so these pigs are not like nobody is, nobody's rubbing suntan lotion on them and there's no mud for them to roll around in. So these pigs are constantly exposed to the sun. And so their skin is blistering and it is not a good experience for them, even if the humans think like, isn't this great? This is so fun. So even when we're doing things like going on vacation, we want to consider where we're going and what does that involve? Do, you know, are there expectations to do things like swim with dolphins or, you know, something like swimming with the pigs um, on that island? It's, it's important to have these conversations, you know, before you get there before you even book it, I would say. It's anytime you're considering something where animals might be exploited, even a little bit, you really got to look at it. What is happening here? You want to assess it. And you can share with your family why you're not on board with whatever it is, whatever that activity is. And the more that they see, again, going back to the beginning, the more that they see how much goodness this brings to your life, My experience has been that people are open to it. I, I've had, there, especially probably in the, like the last 10 years or so, there are less people in my life that would just, um, they would just shut down at a conversation around veganism. Uh, they, they ask me questions and there are people who will, will start and say like, I'm never going to go vegan, but, and then they ask a question. And I know that that clarifier is more for them than it is for me. Um, and I've, and they're also telling me like, uh, you know, I only want this information. Don't tell me anything else because I'm not going to do it anyway. But they start asking questions. People who I thought for sure, like it wouldn't matter when the longer they were exposed, exposed to me, um, that it wouldn't change them but it does. And that is the coolest thing. When you show up authentically and when you go vegan, it's authentic. You know, I mean, I guess there are some people who they say they were vegan and now they're not. Well, the doctor said they have to start eating meat again, or, you know, they were just really sad one night they ordered a pizza and all hell broke loose. And now, um, you know, they, like they'll never go vegan again. It must have made them sick or, you know, I don't know. There's a zillion reasons. But when you go vegan for the reasons that are bigger than you, it changes everything. And yeah, some people aren't going to like it. You might lose some people. You might. But you'll see that it's okay. You'll see that those people were not meant to stay in your life anyway. All right. Well, I have 
kind of gone off on a tangent at this point, but I thank you for sticking around with me to kind of listen to me, just kind of share my thoughts on this. But yeah, I mean, don't, don't be afraid to talk to your family again, especially your immediate family, because this is a day-to-day thing, right? You've got to be, you, you guys have to be on the level with each other. You have to understand, um, where they are and they have to understand where you are and have the conversations. If you have children, small or teenagers, or just getting ready to leave the house, having the conversation, even if it never changes how they show up, how they, if they never go vegan, showing them that level of communication being open and honest and showing them what your boundaries are, what your expectations are. I don't see how you could go wrong with that. Same thing with your spouse or partner. When, when you can have open and honest conversation, like what else, what else do you need? What else could be? Cause you'll get everything you need when you realize that you can have an open and honest conversation with the people in, in your life no matter what. There's nothing better than that. This could be the thing that opens that up. You never know. But anyway, I'm really glad that you're here. If you are newly vegan or you're vegan curious and you want to spend more time with me than just the podcast every other Monday, I am, uh, I have created a new membership site. I am still building up the content, so bear with me there. But it is definitely a place for your vegan curious or a new vegan who are looking for a safe space to ask questions, to share your struggles, and have support as you embrace this beautiful lifestyle. You know, maybe you do approach your family and it doesn't go the way you'd hoped it would. Come to the community and we will be there to help you figure it out, to help you give it another go when you talk to your family. Um, as, as we build this community together, you can expect live calls with me. We'll do weekly challenges. I'll share recipes um, and guidance. I'm planning to bring in guest speakers and so much more. I really am so excited about this and I think that you will be too. You can join my mailing list uh, via the link in my Instagram bio and uh, you'll receive a loving kindness meta meditation um, as a thank you. Because, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, to me, a significant part of veganism is putting more love out into the world. And a meta meditation or loving kindness meditation is a great way to do that right from a comfortable seat in your own home. I hope you have found this episode helpful and inspiring. After you grab that meditation, check out my social media. You'll find updates on what's new upcoming episodes, and everyday vegan stuff. If you have questions or are a vegan who would like to be interviewed on a future episode, please email me at didyoubringthehummus at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.